got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Am I ready? Hey yes. guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be discussing how Amazon looks like they will soon be accepting Bitcoin on the largest e-commerce platform in the world. Guys, Amazon has a $3 trillion distribution network. They're the largest online wholesaler of goods anywhere in the world. And we have a leak from an insider that is unnamed that they may very well soon be adopting Bitcoin as one of their names of currencies that you can trade with and buy things with on Amazon. I am joined as always by my co-host and your president, Connie Crypto Tim. How you doing, Tim? I, I'm I'm doing okay. Like I said almost no sleep last night, but I guess talking to you guys, uh, it's not like I don't think anyone on the show has sleep. But guess I what? Bit, Bitcoin didn't sleep either, so that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, go. other than that, uh, other than not sleeping, I'm doing okay. You know, we're also joined by the king of turtle trivia, Smay. How you doing, Smay? Yes. Um, can I just warn you guys, please? We are maxed out on every way that we possibly can with this audio. So you guys are going to have to turn it up on your end. There's nothing we can yes. do. So, Tim, right. when are we back in office? Tomorrow. I mean, we should be. Unless something changes that, we will be back in our set tomorrow morning. I cannot wait. I am so looking forward to being back in office. Doing this from my room is so awkward and difficult and hard. But that's okay because we are here for you Monday through Friday to bring you the freshest cryptocurrency news and technical analysis. So with that said, we are going to jump first onto the chart. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Jeff Bezos and Amazon and how we may be about to see some mass adoption coming to a cryptocurrency near you. But let's start with some Bitcoin TA because there's actually quite a lot going on in the chart. Finally, we have seen a major rally in Bitcoin's price action over the last several days. In fact, the last six days, we have seen upwards movement on Bitcoin. And from bottom to top, we saw a rally of 34%. We're currently sitting at $38,250, which is a new high for us. We haven't seen these price levels since June, since mid-June when we rallied to just over $41,000 and instituted a pretty major crash. Now, this is a big deal for many different reasons. Tim's going to talk to you a little bit later about how it looks like we might be entering phase D, is it, of Wyckoff relatively soon, I want to say? Uh, I mean, that is that is what it looks like we are heading towards, finally. You know? Yep. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But as far as what I'm going to show you, I want to show you that we are one above the 20 daily exponential moving average, which is critical for us entering a rally. We want to see that we're above the 20 DEMA because the 20 daily exponential moving average is the uh, indicator that we look at to see whether we're in an uptrend or in a downtrend. Right now, we are very clearly in an uptrend. And also, if we look out to the weekly chart, you can see that we're rallying up to the 20 weekly exponential moving average. Being below this moving average does mean that we are in a downtrend on a longer term time frame. Getting back up above this and staying above it for a couple of weeks to confirm the break, uh, the bullish breakout would indicate that we're going to start going into a much longer term rally, which means that we could be done with all of this trading down here around the mid 30s. Be watching out for that level. Whenever we're in a bull market, we are almost always above that level. After we saw all the FUD coming out from Elon Musk a couple of months ago, we fell below it. So pay close attention to that level. Going back to the daily chart, there's a, a several other things that we want to look at. Number one, I want to show you that the uh, moving, uh, not the moving averages, the trend lines that we were inside of 
the wedge that we were inside of has now broken bullish. We were inside of a wedge that looked something like this. It's drawn a couple of different ways depending on what chart you're looking at, but I will go ahead and show it to you like this. We saw that Bitcoin was inside of this wedge right here. Let me change the colors. And we broke bullish out of it. Now, we personally predicted on this channel, or at least I did, that we were going to head a little bit further south before breaking bullish out of this. I talked about us going down to 26, 27, 28,000, somewhere in that region. And we didn't do that. We broke bullish. So what gives? Well, I personally think that this Amazon news is what uh, led to this major breakout, but we're going to get to that later. For now, just keep in mind, we've broken bullish out of this uh, uh, falling wedge, and that is a very bullish thing. Falling wedges tend to break north, and we have done so in this case. We also talked about on Friday how we hit a nine flash on the TD sequential. Uh, however, depending on the chart you're looking at, it actually reset. This was a nine flash for some time, and then it rallied. We hit eight on the TD sequential. So nevertheless, even though we didn't quite hit nine, again, depending on which chart, it was kind of weird on Friday. Uh, not on Friday. I think it was on Wednesday last week. We saw some bullishness here. Anyway, it did indicate that we were moving into a reversal. We also saw a bullish um, uh, bullish engulfing candlestick right here. And if we look down on the hourly chart, there have been some claims that there is an inverse head and shoulders pattern playing out here that looks like this. I think that's a pretty ugly inverse head and shoulders pattern personally, but it could potentially be seen as an inverse HNS. If we look at Cardano, there's actually an inverse head and shoulders pattern that's very clear over here. Yeah. So we can almost say that the entire market has gone through one large inverse head and shoulders pattern. So that be, uh, that has been one of the things technically that's led to this rally. But I really want to dive into this three-hour period right here. These three hourly candlesticks, 1,900 hours, 200 hour, or 2,000 hours, and 2,100 hours, uh, on the chart right here are the most important candlesticks in this entire movement. And they play into the news that we're going to be talking about today because it looks like Amazon might soon be about to be moving in the direction of adopting Bitcoin and crypto. So guys, we have a lot of news to jump into in today's stream. If you're enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. Let's see if we can't get to like 500 likes here right off the bat. And also guys, make sure to put plus one in chat if you think that me, Smay, or Tim made a good point. We're completely stealing that from ATB. I love the guys over there and they have given me their endorsement. So make sure to do that. And also let us know if there's any altcoins you'd like to see in the chat. Uh, if we have time at the end of the video, then we will make sure to do that. With that said, let's go ahead and move into this news here on Amazon, because this is potentially one of the biggest news stories that we have seen in quite some time. And I think it is what has resulted. Uh, I think it is what has caused this big rally that we're looking at. Amazon plans to accept Bitcoin payments this year, claims Insider. Now, even before we jump into this, I want to make this crystal clear because media sources typically are not very good at this. And I don't want to be one of those media sources that is not very good at this. This is a rumor. This is speculation. This is a unnamed insider. So this is a rumor. This is not a fact. This is a rumor, right? Okay, good. Nevertheless, whether it's a rumor or true or not, it has caused a major increase in the price action. This article came out 18 hours ago. The rally happened roughly 18 hours ago. It happened a little bit past that. But if we look back here, this rally started uh, about 14 hours ago. So it looks like this news and everybody starting to hear about this is one of the things that led to this big jump in price. Anyway, 
An anonymous source within Amazon has reportedly told London business newspaper City AM that the e-commerce giant is planning to start accepting Bitcoin payments by the end of 2021. That's this year, possibly setting the stage for broader mainstream acceptance of crypto transactions. This isn't just going through the motions to set up cryptocurrency payment solutions at some point in the future. This is full on, well-discussed, integral part of the future mechanism of how Amazon will work, the source told City AM, according to a report published on Sunday. The source indicated that while Bitcoin is the first step in Amazon's crypto ambitions, executives at the company were keen to add other established cryptocurrencies in the future. The directive is coming from the very top, referring to Jeff Bezos, they said, adding this entire project is pretty much ready to roll. This is... Obviously, it goes without saying a big deal, but let's kind of rehash why this is a big deal really quickly. Amazon is one of the largest companies on planet Earth. Amazon is one of, if not the second most powerful internet company in the world, I would say second only to Google. Amazon is something that is used by just about every single human being in the first world that has access to the internet. Them accepting Bitcoin would be one of the major hallmarks of adoption in the history of Bitcoin and crypto. Them adopting, excuse me, them adopting Bitcoin would be one of the biggest steps forward in the awareness and the adoption of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency anywhere. I was muted. Sorry about that. Uh, This would be one of the biggest steps forward in the history of the adoption of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So I want to hear from my fellow panelists and my fellow co-hosts here. Tim, what do you think about Amazon adopting Bitcoin? What impact do you think this could have on Bitcoin? Well, the, the first thing I would say is, you know, let's definitely wait till it happens before we, you know, just jump on the, we made that mistake with Facebook. You know, everyone's like, Oh, Facebook got Bitcoin. And then we're like, Oh no, they didn't. Um, I think that isn't, it is inevitable that they will. So I think that there is a lot of uh, weight to this rumor, but at this point we got to call it what it is. And it is just a rumor. Uh, And I think that that might have some effect on this price. Uh, However, this is an example of, you know, you're going to see a lot of YouTubers probably today, tomorrow, within the next couple of days, be like, oh, I called this. I was right. Here is the thing. Uh, I will say this without any shame or any uh, uh, backlash. I was right and wrong. I was wrong about how right I was is actually kind of how it was uh, when it came to my prediction. And what I mean by that is I have been talking about Wyckoff for a while now, and some of you guys have even gotten uh, irritated by it. I believe that Wyckoff is playing out. And here's the thing. Despite the fact that I called that weeks ago, I went against that last week. I was looking at the technicals. I was looking at the volume. I was looking at all this. I was like, nope, we're going down. We're going down. We're going down. Even this weekend when my brother texted me, he's like, hey, man, what the heck is Bitcoin doing? It's rallying. I looked at the charts. I was like, oh, it's overextended. It's about to go down. Man, I was wrong. I was so wrong. And I'm very glad to be so wrong because, again, I hold Bitcoin. So my portfolio went up. And if what I'm believing now is right, going back with my old thinking of this is the Wyckoff and we're now potentially in phase D, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, uh, I believe that portfolios all around the world holding Bitcoin are about to go uh, significantly up. But we will see uh, what happens uh, someone just commented, the tech guy wears Tebow hoodie. No shame in that. This isn't a Tebow hoodie. It is a Florida hoodie. I mean, we are in Gainesville, Virginia tech and UF never play each other. So it is a no compete 
uh, rooting zone. If they ever do play each other, I will have to make a decision that unfortunately it will yeah, who are you, not who you go gate. Virginia Tech easily. That's I mean, oh, okay. it, it's like Virginia Tech one, Florida number two, and then like you know everyone else drops. So I am a I am a Gator fan, I, I just nowhere near as much as I am a Hokie fan. Are, are you a Turtle fan? I am a turtle fan of Smay. Uh, I do not like the Terrapins from Maryland. Um, and uh, there's actually a team called the Terrapins. The Maryland Maryland Terrapins. Yep. That that is such a punny name. I love it. I am such yeah. a fan of dad jokes. Smay, we have a great question in chat for you, actually. Turtle TA specialist says, Smay, will Amazon adopt turtles? I think that's kind of a given if they adopt Bitcoin, guys. Like, it's just they go hand in hand. So, um, I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be, I think also, I mean, if we're talking about driving adoption, this is still a rumor. So, we don't know if this is actually happening yet. But say it does actually happen, I mean, talk about one of the biggest, uh, like, companies for exchanging goods, right? Like, Amazon is like, huge like huge like i think if they make bitcoin a huge part of their payments and their exchanges i mean that's like basically like a a fast train to getting to the point where other companies feel comfortable exchanging with bitcoin so amazon is one of the few companies that is still worth more than all of cryptocurrency by the way they're worth 1.85 billion uh, excuse me trillion with a t dollars no so what i want going back to the amazon thing even thinking about it like um I would love to see this is a tangent and I'm explaining why I would love to see how many people back when Tesla was allowing you to buy cars with Bitcoin. I would love to see how many people actually did buy cars with Bitcoin. Same thing with Amazon. This is really cool. I would love, I want to, I want to see when this becomes uh, real and when Amazon does accept Bitcoin, how many people are actually paying for things right off the bat with Bitcoin. Uh, I think, you know, people are going to do it novelly just to say, Oh, I bought this with Bitcoin, but this is going to go back to that question that I think we're a very long way off of is why would someone, why would someone pay for something in Bitcoin, something that is appreciating and is growing in value Mm -hmm. uh, on something that they're going to get like temporarily and, you know, go away. I, I, that's another thing that I think we have to keep into account is like, this is great, great information, great news. It does help Bitcoin. It helps the adoption story of it. But I do wonder how many people are actually going to buy things on Amazon and Bitcoin. Let's ask chat that. Give us a one in chat if you would be interested in buying things on Amazon with Bitcoin and a two in chat if you think that that's stupid and you're going to hold your Bitcoin. I'm in the two camp. I'm a two. I'm a two. I'm 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 not planning on buying anything on Amazon with Bitcoin no. because I want to hold it. And that's one of the biggest existential problems with Bitcoin right now, isn't it? Is that nobody wants to spend it. And there's a lot of people yeah. that think that that is a big threat to its long-term adoption is the fact that people only want to see it as a store of value and not as um, an actual currency. There's a lot of twos coming in in chat. And I don't blame you guys. Yeah. Why would you spend it? Makes literally 0%, someone said. Yeah, look at all the twos in chat. So that's yeah. what we have to keep in mind with this is that, yeah, Yes, this is going to have a big nominal impact on price action, but at the same time, it might not actually have that big of an impact on the uh, valuation of Bitcoin from the adoption standpoint, other than the fact that it's raising awareness, which is then leading to the adoption of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I think what we also need to keep in mind, however, is that if Bitcoin will become a widely used currency that is used in the day-to-day uh, for peer-to-peer transactions or business-to-customer uh, business transactions, et cetera, 
then the platforms need to be able to accept it. We are going to move in that direction with eventuality. It is, however, going to take time for us to get there, though, because so many people want to just hold on to it. And by the way, if Amazon starts accepting payments in Bitcoin, Amazon will overnight probably become one of the largest holders of Bitcoin in the entire world. Well, which is, yeah, I think that's what I think. I, I kind of, I, I don't know. I see this a little differently, though, because I think like, even in the short term, right? Like, I think it's a, such a, it's a, it's important that companies start accepting Bitcoin in mm-hmm. general, right? Like, I think that it mm-hmm. does push the adoption. And I think, yeah, obviously you don't want to spend your money now because you don't want to be like that pizza guy a couple of years ago who spent 10,000 Bitcoin on pizza, you know? Yeah. It's because, uh, you know, Bitcoin's appreciating at such a, you know, crazy rate right now with the volatility and all this stuff. But obviously, eventually, now that these, these, um, these, this platform, is built to be able to now actually spend it. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where it's not appreciating rapidly. It's going to get to a point where mm-hmm. now it is getting exchanged. It's, it's going to settle down into an exchange currency, and and mm-hmm. if it, that's that's ultimately what we need, right? We don't need another you know bull the you know bulletproof asset class. We we need a currency that replaces the dollar. So mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, eventually. I think this opens the door for one of the biggest retail exchanges that people use to buy things, opens that door, even though it's not being widely used now while Bitcoin's appreciating at the rate it is. Eventually, I think it, it opens the door for, for that mass adoption. So, well, I think and I, huge. I think even a cooler thought, and this is kind of a segue to a super chat that we had a little bit ago from Sean Burns. He said, if Amazon adopts Bitcoin, do you think they'll adopt other crypto? And if so, what other crypto? So, you know, he's going to ask specifically what other ones you'd see, but like, that's what I'm wondering is like, you know, they're going to start with Bitcoin. They have other crypto. Potentially there's going to be a whole, cause, cause they're hiring, you know, what is a rumor is that they're going to adopt Bitcoin. What is true is that they have put out a job postings looking for people who yeah. fully understand, not just do you know what crypto is about and stuff? They understand blockchain technology and understand like, what if Amazon is working on something really cool that is like, it would actually incentivize you to be spending money with Bitcoin to invest and to grow and, yeah. and to transfer it easily into other crypto. Yeah. It- and that's what I'm thinking is that if Amazon is talking about adopting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, they're too big of a company not to realize that people aren't going to want to use it. They're not just going to give mm-hmm. Bitcoin adoption. To, they're not just going to give Bitcoin adoption to their customers without having a reason for them to and without incentivizing people to. Amazon's entire thing is delight the customer. You know, Amazon, a lot of people harp on Amazon about how they treat their employees. That you can talk about that all day long, but there's one thing that Amazon is deadly serious about, and that is delighting their customers. That's why they're a two trillion dollar company, is because they're so serious about that. Any company yeah. that does that will probably be successful. So I don't think that Amazon is going to adopt Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies without giving a reason for people to actually use it. I don't think that they would put that much effort into their platform without an expectation yeah. that people are actually going to use it. I don't think it's going to be because like when Venmo adopted Bitcoin and PayPal adopted Bitcoin, it makes sense. They're financial services companies. Mm-hmm. Amazon is not. They don't have a reason to adopt Bitcoin unless it's going to help their customers, which is going to help their investors. Well, Josh, Josh Bernstein just had a super chat where he said, couldn't you see Amazon offering significant discounts on purchases paid for with Bitcoin? That's what I'm thinking. That, that could be a potential way to get people to spend their Bitcoin. I've seen you know, in chat, I've seen several people saying, you know, uh, they, they believe that Amazon is working on their own stable coin mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, I, I think, you know, I, Jeff, I think you hit it right on when you said like they are too smart of a company 
to just be doing this as a publicity stunt. Yep. They have something in mind that they're going to do. I mean, they're a company and and I know Jeff Bezos is not actively the CEO, but he, he is like, he, he still calls the shots there. Uh, and they, they're about money. They're, they're about making money and they're not just like, not that Elon's not about making money, but I do feel like Elon at times just does things to get his name in the news. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Jeff Bezos and Amazon is like that. I think they're a business and they want to make money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think so even what, that, that, that opens up the thought of then, cause that's my, my thing is I'm surprised to hear that it that like, I don't know. Cause like when Tesla said they were going to start accepting uh, Bitcoin for Tesla's, everyone was like freaking out. They were like, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest news ever. You know, and it's like, Oh, Amazon might be accepting, you know, Bitcoin. It's like, well, you know, we don't want to spend our Bitcoin. So it's like, well, you know, I get it. But at the same time, it's like having that option there is something that, and I, I agree. I think obviously they're going to have incentives knowing that it's appreciating at that rate. They are going to want to push so they can build a portfolio of Bitcoin, right? And mm-hmm. the best way to build a portfolio of Bitcoin is that people spend Bitcoin on their service. So Yeah, that's how we, that's how most of our company's Bitcoin has come from is people paying for our courses in cryptocurrency. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm very happy about that. We've built a company here in cryptocurrency and the way that we've built up our portfolio is by people doing good, uh, doing service with us. Amazon Real realizes that they can make a lot of freaking money and build up a gigantic Bitcoin portfolio by accepting payments in it. And that could give them literally hundreds of billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin in the span of just a couple of years if people start using it and they give them uh, a reason to. So I think that's a very, it is obviously a speculation of a speculation that Amazon might be accepting Bitcoin and that Amazon might be discounting things, of course. So that's not fact, that is just speculation. But as far as from a business standpoint, with a proven track record of Bitcoin, it would make a whole hell of a lot of sense for them to start discounting things 10, 20% to get your Bitcoin because it's going to incentivize people to spend it so that they can hold on to it <clears throat> and make more money with it. With that said, let's go ahead and read the rest of these super chats and yeah. then we're going to move on. We got two of them. We got one from Kenneth Gardner saying people will take profits in Bitcoin and the easiest way to take profit would be to spend it directly instead of cashing out exactly. then spending it, in my opinion, hit the like yep. button. Yeah, by the way, we have not talked that much about that. Guys, hit the Smash like button. that like button. We're at 1,800 concurrent. We got 420 likes. We could easily hit i would say we could probably hit 1200 1300 likes yeah. today for yeah. sure and and on that I, I also want to point out because we are a business that accepts payment in cryptocurrency a lot of people are, people always talk about this people not wanting to spend their bitcoin our portfolio begs to differ. People spend payment, uh, spend Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies yeah. all the time. We process like we process several cryptocurrency transactions for the academy every single week because people want to be a part of that. So I don't think that it's necessarily completely written off that people are going to spend Bitcoin and cryptocurrency on Amazon. I think I think the only difference, the only, the only difference is I think some people see it because they don't have the cash in pocket when they pay for the CT2A course. And they know that when they get C- through CT2A, you know, I, I've seen several people talking about how like literally they make back what they spent. Like after taking that course, yeah. they make yeah. it back in like two months or less. So yeah. they know like it's an investment They you know, they don't have the cash on hand, but they have the Bitcoin in hand. And they spend it and then they're able to yeah. get the knowledge and you trade. But anyway, we have another super chat. I think we have two more. Uh, one from Matt C uh, saying, I'm with Tim. I think the news is coincidental with the timing of the market cycle overall. I bet we start to see a lot of pro Bitcoin stories coming out in the next, in, in, in the, right, our yeah. next few months as it pumps. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Again, we'll talk. Someone asked in chat earlier, like, can we go ahead? Can we talk about the Wyckoff stuff? You know, because some of you guys don't care, but some of you do. Uh, it is really interesting. I want to even like read in the studies that I've done on it. I want to read to you why I do believe this is in 
fact, phase D uh, to support that. But we have another one from crypto vet. Uh, we need to get Let's crypto vet on the show. We've been Seriously. talking about that for a while. Uh, but uh, Amazon can offer a better bridge to crypto than banks, better company image amongst consumers, easy use case, and much more money volume than Tesla. Keep it up, crew. I agree that that I do agree with that. They are going to be way more like I would much rather I would much rather be exchanging my uh, crypto with Amazon than with a government bank. Uh, the only thing is, I mean, is Tesla, is, oh, sorry, Tesla, is Amazon going to have a way for you not only to spend money in Bitcoin, but make a lot of it there too? Because uh, that's that's really when you're cooking is when I know I'm spending that money, but I'm going to make it right back and, and then some. That would be something that'd be pretty cool to that see. That opens Amazon. a whole entire door though, because the thing is yeah. now, if I make a business, I can go through Amazon's platform and now be able to sell my True. product for Bitcoin. That's a good point. That's like, a good point. That, that opens up every single FBA guy out there, every yeah. single e-commerce person. And then out there all those Chinese knockoff companies—they're making so much Bitcoin now. Yeah, they're making I mean? Bitcoin, and uh, that increases yeah. the amount of Bitcoin ha- uh, changing hands, which increases the GDP of Bitcoin, if you will. That that increases the amount of transaction capability because you guys. Here's another thing you have to realize. Amazon is the largest payment provider on the planet, other than probably Visa and MasterCard. I can't, I don't have numbers on that to back that up, but I would not be surprised if they're the third largest payments services mm. company on the entire planet. So mm. them adopting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency would be huge for small business. Yeah. Last super chat, and then we can keep going from Matt C again. He said, Great to see all of you again. I leave for a few days in Bitcoin pumps. I should take more vacations. You if, should, Matt. If, if, that's, if that's the key, then yes, Matt, please uh, go on vacation, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the next thing that we ought to talk about here, Tim, and this plays into Wyckoff, is that. I think now that we've seen this pump, I think that it's going to sustain. Now, I was also wrong on the price action. I talked about how I thought that Bitcoin would go down to $26,000, $27,000. That was based off the technicals. We had no way of knowing that this leak was going to come out of Amazon. And we say this all the time here on the channel. Look, the technicals are going to be very accurate right up until the point that the news overrides them or something comes out. Look, you can't. We, we talk about the uh, the blackjack analogy. Counting cards is very, very useful. When you count cards, you're more, you are statistically more likely to make money than not if you're doing it well. But if you reshuffle the deck, you kind of got to start all over. That's what we're seeing right now. The market has been reshuffled, so we need to start from scratch on our technical analysis. Our technical analysis was calling for $25,000, $27,000, somewhere in that region. But now that we've seen a big shift in the market because of this news, we have to start from scratch. So as far as how bearish I am, I'm not anywhere near as bearish as I was. In fact, I'm pretty bullish now, and here's why. This rally has brought about four times the search traffic over on Google Trends than we have seen recently. Let me show you this on my screen. If I share my screen here, you guys can see that the search traffic on Bitcoin has jumped a massive amount. I believe it's actually one of the highest points that's been in the last 30 days other than, see this point right here in July 20th, that was uh, in the last seven days. We are actually higher than that now. The amount of search interest on Bitcoin is jumping quite a bit. So there's a lot more interest coming back into the space. And also I have noticed over the last several months, there's been quite a lot of manipulation going on in the news. And also it's it's a psychological phenomenon among humans is that when there's bad news and the market's going down, everybody fixates on the bad news and it exacerbates the crash. Whenever the market is rallying, everybody fixates on the good news and then it exacerbates the rally. 
On top of that, you do see a lot of these institutions manipulating the market lately, helping to drop big major FUD articles, uh, getting people freaked out. And then now that we're rallying, I think it's probably going to continue rallying because the institutions want it to. A lot of these institutions have been gobbling up so much Bitcoin and cryptocurrency down around $30,000 that is more than likely going to result in a lot of them saying, okay, we've got our Bitcoin now. Let's let it ride. Let's make some money. Let's help to pump the good news narrative and let's get Bitcoin moving. Tim, I know that you're a big proponent of Wyckoff and Wyckoff has a lot to do with market manipulation and news stories. So what do you think about that? Yeah. So, I mean, do you want me to go ahead and jump to my the, the chart and then kind of walk through there? Okay. So let's do this real quick. Let me move over to my chart and then we'll share the screen. Uh, so first thing is I drew this up a little bit ago. This this is something as you know, those of you who know what Wyckoff is and have done a little bit of your own research as to Wyckoff accumulation phase. This is just a, a good mock-up. This is what is called a trading range. So you're going to have the, the middle portion, but you're every now and then we go past it. We go up to this higher mark. We go a little bit to the lower mark. Uh, you know, we see wicks dropping right here, but overall we stayed above this line until right here on the 19th of July. So just keep in mind what's happening here. Back right around here, people thought we were in phase D. We're going to get to phase D here in just a second, which I think that we're potentially entering in right here. But people thought we were in phase D right here. And I was like, I don't think that what has happened and what needed to happen has happened yet. Uh, and so when when I was doing my research, you know, I found this article a long, long time ago. I want you to show you guys, this is what this chart looks like. Wyckoff accumulation phase with a spring. You guys, you know, some of you guys are saying, oh, we don't need a spring. We don't need a spring. Well, guess what? It looks like we needed a spring. So this is the chart. Does that not look very, very similar? Not perfect, but very similar to what we see on the chart right there. I'm, I'm of the opinion, yes, it does. But more specifically, let's jump into phase D and what exactly happens in phase D. If you guys want to read this article, just in case you want to do your own research, this is the name of the article. Uh, it goes into the details about who Richard Wyckoff was, why he came up with his opinion, which is based off of market manipulation. So if you guys believe we have seen market manipulation, give me a one in chat for sure, because this is all about that. One. But moving down to phase, let's read phase C first, and then we'll move into phase D. So I'm going to read this for you guys. It is in phase C that the stock price goes through a decisive test of the remaining supply. The remaining supply, obviously, is when the price gets lower just to test what that supply looks like. So price going down, we're testing the supply. Allowing the smart money operators to ascertain whether the stock is ready to be marked up. As noted above, a spring is a price move below the support level of the trading range, that TR's trading range established in phase A. So going back real quick, phase A, right around here, we are establishing these trading ranges. A spring is when we break through, not just temporarily and then bounce back up, but when we break through with a little bit of confidence. So moving back here, uh, it is an example of a bear trap because the drop below support appears to signal a resumption of the downtrend. In reality, though, this marks the beginning of a new uptrend, trapping the late sellers, the bears. In Wyckoff method, a successful test of supply represented by a spring or a shakeout provides a high quality probability trading opportunity. A low volume. That is the... That is the key phrase right there. A low volume spring or a low volume test of a shakeout indicates that the stock is likely to be ready to move up so that this is a good time to initiate at least a partial long position. Going back here, the reason why, remember I said this before earlier in the show, I was like, I was wrong. I was right. And then I was wrong. And I was, I was wrong. Look at the volume right here back on, what is this? The 19th of May, massive volume when we dropped low. You know, that volume stayed pretty high right here. 
um, a volume spike right here, a volume spike right here. What is happening right here is the institutions are selling off, but there's a massive movement when prices hit a certain point and the institutions, the whales, the, the guys manipulating the market are saying, oh, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready. The volume continued to dwindle, dwindle, dwindle until eventually we got down here. We even went below the trading range and the volume stayed low. According to Wyckoff, obviously, if you're looking at the charts, and you're looking at the things, it, the retail investor is going to say, okay, there's a lot of momentum moving down. However, this is when the institutions, according to Richard Wyckoff, this is when they actually start to do their work and we see an uptick and, and we see the price go up. Now, phase D, if we are correct in our analysis, what should follow is a consistent dominance of demand over supply. This is evidenced by a pattern of advances or SOSs on a wide widening spread, a price spread, increasing volume, as well as reactions LPS on a smaller spread and diminished volumes. During phase D, the price will move at least to the top of the trading range. Uh, LPSs in this phase are generally excellent places to initiate or add profitable long positions. Just in case you're wondering what those things are, let's look back here in SOS, you guys are gonna see SOS is when we get above this trading range. This trading range's peak is sitting right around 42,000. So if we can jump above 42, that to me would be the confirmation. Not only are we in Wyckoff accumulation, we are in phase D. And if it plays the way it should, we'll play here for a little bit before ascending potentially to new all-time highs, which is something I did predict last week. I said, I do think we're going to, before the end of the year, hit new all-time highs. Yep. But I, I, again, like I said, I was wrong. No, stop sharing now. I was wrong because I did say, no, guys, we're going back below 30. Where you know the chart says it, you know the volume says it, and it, it was like I played myself I, because if I had done you my research yourself. correctly, if I had done my research correctly, I should have seen. Oh my gosh, guys, there's something different about this dip. The volume is low. This is exactly what Richard Wyckoff called, and I should have entered along. I didn't, uh, and that's okay. The next time around this happens, I'll be an experienced trader, and I'll I'll make Let that call. Know. You know. So Tim, let's give a <clears throat> let's drop a one in chat. If the reason you tune into this show is because you want to make money. Drop a one in chat if that's why you tune in. I'm sure that is a big portion of you guys. Tim, how do you use everything that you just said to make some money in this market? That is a question that I am still working out. You know, that because the thing is, is even when you do your research, so in that article, it talks about uh, just in case some of you guys are like, oh, okay, I'm going to start following Wyckoff and stop learning how to read technical analysis. While I read it wrong, he talked about how technical analysis is still needed. First of all, if you don't know how to read technical analysis and know the movements with the volume and with everything else, you're going to guess wrong there as well. However, uh, it says in there, it says, listen, there are times where Wyckoff does not play perfectly. And there are times where you need to use outside and other references as well. So to me, I, I see the learning Wyckoff and I have a lot to learn. I've, I've been studying the accumulation phase a lot. I need to still learn distribution phase and I need to learn redistribution phase. And I need to learn, you know, there's a, there's a couple of different phases to it. I'm not hundred percent certain. I know all the details of, uh, but I want to pair that knowledge with my technical analysis, with my ability to read fundamental analysis and understand what's significant and what's not significant. It's, it's ultimately like building a toolbox. It's like building a whole training toolbox and you, you don't, you know, it's really cool when you're, when you have a project that you need to nail some nails to get a hammer, but when there comes a project, you need to use a screwdriver, you need to go get a screwdriver. And then eventually you build up that toolbox to where you're ready for anything that happens at any point. And that's how I feel like Wyckoff. It's like a really cool tool to add to my trading toolbox. Yeah. And if you guys want to expand your trading toolbox, you absolutely should check out the cryptocurrency technical analysis Academy. The link for that is in the description box down below. That's where we teach you guys everything that you need to know about technical analysis and could 
could there be a Wyckoff course coming in the future? Maybe we will be looking into that. We've got some amazing, really, really cool launches coming out here in the next couple of months. May said, I'm here because I work here. Smay, what are the turtles saying? What is the turtle TA saying right now? Let me ask them real quick. Hey, turtles. <laughs> well, based off of the formation of their carapace, it looks like we're going to be heading towards a more bullish pattern. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Also, uh, this turtle, he's never out. He's a must turtle. He's never out of the water. He's out of the water. It means Bitcoin's price is out of the water. Okay. So, it's, like the, it's like the gopher thing. It's like yeah. the... Forget the, reading the, the tea leaves. We're reading the turtle Four, four yeah. more months of winter. <laughs> yeah. Four more months of winter. So, late, the, so this is rare. This is gopher. rare, which means the Bitcoin... Is, is we're seeing a rare Bitcoin rally. It's not going to be oh my overextended. Gosh, my it's going to be a perfect rally. <laughs> Guys, just prepare. So, man, we need to get a turtle in the office and set up a turtle cam. Give us a three that in is chat the plan. if you want a turtle cam. Give us a three in chat if you guys want a turtle cam. Oh, man. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Well, good deal, guys. Let's go ahead and move on here because there's a couple more things that we want to talk about, not related to Amazon, but probably going to have an impact on the price action. Right here, we have some news about Bitcoin perpetual futures hit $48,000 on Binance. The gap over the spot market price widened to more than $8,000 over the weekend. Binance-based perpetual futures denominated in dollar-backed stablecoin Tether spiked earlier Monday, <clears throat> widening the spread over the spot market price to more than $8,000. The Bitcoin USDT perpetual contract hit a high of $48,000 around 1 a.m. UTC. Binance data showed that. Around the time, Bitcoin jumped by almost $3,000 in the spot market, reaching a one-and-a-half-month high of $39,000 that we talked about earlier. The exaggerated bullish move on the perpetual market contract, a perpetual contract, probably resulted from a big trade. A user placed a large number of buy orders for Bitcoin USDT perpetual futures during the market upswing, resulting in a candle wick of 48000 USDT. Binance's spokesperson told Coindesk in a Telegram chat, we reviewed and did not detect any systems issue. No other users were affected as we utilize market pro- uh, mark price for liquidation, the spokesperson said. So it looks like we had a gigantic buy order that came in here, resulting in a major uptick on Bitcoin. I remember a long time ago when we were uh, looking at Ethereum. Let me see if I can find it really quickly while I'm talking here. There was a massive wick on Ethereum. I believe it was on Bitfinex. And it was all the way back in... No, it wasn't on Bitfinex. Let's see if I can find this. Aha, it's on Coinbase. Let me show you this. Back on Coinbase in 2017, I remember this because it happened right before I got into the market. It happened like two weeks before I got into the market. There was this gigantic wick down to like $17 on Ethereum. And if you didn't know, at the time, Ethereum was trading at $400, pulled all the way back down to $13 because somebody dropped, I remember this, I think it was like $300 million worth of Ethereum on exchange. Sometimes you can see the order books get run up all the way to a massive price or a very low price as a result of of um of a big order like that and a lot of times it indicates that there is a lot of uh, exuberance in that direction because some whale is either buying or selling a ton at the time when that happened ethereum was actually at the beginning of a pretty major correction if we look here on the chart we can see that it happened here on the 21st of june 2017 and notice there was actually another 25 days of bearishness to come with a 63 percent dump somebody knew that this was going to happen and so they sold 
sold a crap load of Ethereum. Well, we've seen a very similar thing happen now on our Bitcoin. We saw this massive buy signal right here, this massive wick. I've actually seen this happen another time. There was an instance where in 2017, Bitcoin was trading at $5,000 and there was a country in Africa, I want to say it was Zimbabwe, where there was a very small exchange and Bitcoin exploded on the exchange to like $20,000. And everybody was saying, oh, because it happened on this exchange, it's going to happen on the spot market. And for whatever reason, it did. It jumped to $20,000 when the all-time high was $5,000 and then the market went there. Now, this is kind of a, this is actually kind of a reading the tea leaves thing. So don't take this too seriously, but it is interesting that sometimes when you see the market explode like this, uh, the market will actually go where it uh, exploded to in some a random movement like we saw where Bitcoin just rallied to $48,000. I personally think that Bitcoin is probably going to $48,000 relatively soon. And we've talked about the reasoning for that. We think here that now that we've had a big rally, <clears throat> that we're going to see the sentiment shift and a lot of people are going to start pouring back into cryptocurrency. Give us a one if you're more exuberant about Bitcoin now than you were seven days ago. I mean, the number of ones that's about to show up in chat is going to be ridiculous. And it kind of tells the story of the entire cryptocurrency market right now. And that is that a lot of people are saying, oh man, I'm up now 20% from where I was. I'm very exuberant. I'm very excited about Bitcoin and it's showing up on all fronts. It's showing up here on Binance. It's showing up in the viewership on this video. It's showing up in the excitement here in the cryptocurrency space. And I think that we're going to see a major uptick in that search volume that we need to be watching over on Google Trends for the amount of people searching Bitcoin and being interested in Bitcoin. Guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. And by the way, I have a very cool piece of technical analysis to show you. And that is over on the Bitcoin chart, the Lux Algo indicator that we love so dearly here has finally flashed a strong buy signal. We have been looking for a buy signal here on Lux Algo ever since we had our sell signal that was so amazing back on the 12th of May. We have been bearish and had a bearish sell signal for the last 72 days. And very clearly, it was a great signal. Now we have just seen a buy signal come in on this amazing indicator. If you want to get access to this indicator, check the link in the description box down below. If you use coupon code Jeb, J-E-B-B, you will get 20% off at checkout on this indicator. We have had like a thousand people sign up for Lux Algo and they are loving every minute of it. Drop a seven in chat if you're using Lux Algo and it is something that you love. Tim, I want to hear your take on all of this. Let's just like wrap the whole stream up in a bow. What is the big takeaway here for people? Big takeaway is I think Bitcoin is, I think Bitcoin is back. And I think Bitcoin is price is going to go back moving forward. I, I love how even that Lux Algo indicator, because I, I think traditionally Lux Algo, you can use a day trade. You just showed the daily chart. You yeah, know, if, you go, if you go down to the four hourly, the hourly, even if you go down to some of the minutes, it can help you scalp trade. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. what's so cool about Lux Algo. But what's cool is we have not seen a buy signal on Lux Algo on the daily chart since literally up at the peak. Uh, so consequently, the fact that it just flashed by, uh, not saying there won't be any type of down movement whatsoever, not saying that like, you know, uh, we have nothing but up to go. But I think that when the long run, this is a, this is a long, you can enter for a while, or this is a great time to buy and hold. This is a great time to dollar cost average. At the end of the day, I think what this is just another argument saying like, Hey, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for this news to break for the institutions to say, all right, we're ready to go ahead and go all in. And I think we've seen it. And I think Amazon, again, it's just a rumor. We have to wait for the confirmation, but it's a rumor that carries a lot of weight and makes a lot of sense. Uh, so that's, I think wrapping up the whole stream up. Uh, this is a great time. If you bought low, 
great. If you haven't bought, it's not too late. Uh, it's not like Bitcoin is going to die tomorrow. Like this is a great time to buy. We're going to see some very, very high prices over the next couple of months. Yep. Guys, before we wrap out the stream, I want to ask May, do you have any interesting turtle facts that may be able to give us some insight into what happens next on Bitcoin? Um, let me look at them real quick. Let me. Um, yeah, other than the fact that we have some bearish, I mean, not bearish, bullish movement with uh, some of the more aquatic turtles over here. Um, yeah. Just noticing, I think somebody mentioned the uh, the migration of the sea turtles have showed that there's a lot of um, whales moving around, you know. So right. I think, uh, guys, I think we're looking pretty bullish when it comes to turtles. But um, in terms of a fact that's not turtle related, I just want to blow everyone's mind. Snakes or lizards? What? Snakes or lizards. And there's no such thing as that. a true lizard. You're welcome. There's no such thing as lizards? Go okay, look it up well, and guys, think about it. Guys, we're learning stuff every single day here on the Crypto Jeb Show. I think that is a good enough reason to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Make sure to hit that post notification level. Uh, post notification level. level. Post notification yes. button. Smay, do we have any facts about the whales? Uh, no, I'm not a whale expert. I just You're know that expert, I man. think the price is looking bullish, guys. Uh, definitely, this is the time to to hop on board and I, hold on to Bitcoin long term. I have a fact about whales, uh, yeah. and definitely not high. Zach is watching uh, because he has been catching all the super chats, which I think we have a couple of super chats we need to read. However, uh, just in case you guys struggle uh, with knowledge about whales the way my my boy Zach does. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. They, whale yeah. sharks, whale sharks. Um, they are they're sharks. Yeah, they're uh, not whales, guys. They're not whales. They're not, but unfortunately, Zach it's didn't know man. that. Zach didn't man. know that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's read some super chats. Yeah, let's go to it. We got one from. I got to make sure I don't read ones we read over already. Uh, yeah, the last one I think we read was the Matt C vacation one. So we got one from Matt Coon saying, "Wasn't it listed that for our Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, and BCH? This was from a while ago. I don't remember exactly what he's referencing, um, but potentially he's still talking about Amazon because I think that's the only thing this would make sense." Um, I'm, I'm not 100% certain. So, Matt Coon, if you're still here, if you want to comment and clarify what you meant there, I would love it. Uh, Bob said, over hundred, over under on how many times Ben on BitBoy Crypto says he called it today. I'm, I'm going to, you know, <sighs> that's actually a great question. You know, uh, I would say, Jeb, I'm going to give the over under at... 10. I feel like that's a nice clean number. Uh, the over under of how many times Ben said he called, uses the phrase I called it. Uh, because I, I, I mean, I didn't watch it, but suppose you know, I've seen a lot of people in the chat say that he did say the middle of July is when we were going to see Bitcoin resume. So if so, you know, congratulations to Ben. Good call. Congratulations to Ben. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I said it again before just to clear, I did not call it. You know, I was wrong. So me too. No, no problem. No problem admitting it. You know? Didn't call it. That's what. Look at how. Um, look at how special we are in crypto. We're a crypto channel that tells you when we didn't call it. That's why you should subscribe right there because that's rare in crypto. <laughs> By the way, I'm kidding. I know a lot of guys in crypto. They're good people. <laughs> no, so, someone pointed out before. They're like, "Yeah, you guys definitely didn't call it. You guys called twenty four thousand. You're right. Yeah, we did. You're right." It's called we being, did. It's it's that is called being wrong, and it happens that is called to every one of us. And the yep. technicals are not always going to be right because the news comes in clutch. If this Amazon news did not come in, I'm pretty sure we would have seen twenty four thousand or twenty four 
$25,000, personally, but it did, and I'm very excited about it. So now we are going to have to reset all of our TA, but right now, guys, our TA is very, very bullish. If you did enjoy today's show, make sure to hit that like button. And also consider subscribing. It is a fantastic idea, and you can always unsubscribe later if you decide that this show is not for you. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CryptoJeb and on TikTok at CryptoJeb Official. We will be back in studio tomorrow with working yes. volume and much, much more comfortable accommodations for everyone. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Jeb, I think we have a big announcement coming tomorrow that people definitely don't want to miss. We we wanted to announce it last week, but we we decided we it wasn't it wasn't right to announce that big a news on a kind of a down week where we ought to be home due to I, I guess we're not allowed to say that word, the the C word, are we? The you said we could get no. So yeah, so tomorrow when we're back in office, if we're back in office, you yeah, know, there's yeah, we don't know for it, sure. Uh, but when we are back in office we got some big news for you guys. Uh, so news. you definitely don't, you don't want to miss it. So yep. make sure you tune in all of this week. Wait, do we? No, I don't, I don't, I don't even know these big news. Yes, mate. You're out of the loop. It's oh, I'm out of the you, loop. You too, know. Actually. I don't no, even know what they're talking. About. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I, okay. It's all right. It's all right. I know we'll what we're talking about. about. Okay. We'll talk about it after the stream. All right. We'll talk about it after the stream. Well, I'm just—I'm excited with you guys, though. I'm excited. Let's go. We're excited. I don't know what we're excited <laughs> no, I'm about. Excited. But we're excited. It's great. Oh, oh my goodness, guys! If you enjoyed today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. That is going to wrap it out for today's video. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.